From Astoria to the Rockaways, it's time for the Queen's New Yorker. And here is the man giving you all the info, your uber snazzy and jazzy host, Mr. Jason Gacanio! Thursday crowd, yes! <laughs> oh, yeah! Thank you! Oh, what a group! We're getting better. We're back, guys. Thank you. In this new season. Oh, terrific. Thank you very much, and what a great welcome. And, of course, welcome to the Queens, New Yorker. On this Thursday, September 3rd, 2020, it's 2020, it's episode number 124, and have we got a great show for you today as we are still continuing our exploration on expressways, winding it down because the yeah, there's a lot of expressways out there, but we're talking my primarily about the Queens expressways, the ones that are basically go through Queens. They can touch a little bit of the Bronx here and there, but the dominating borough is Queens. And today we have probably one you're very familiar with, and I know all the ones in the Facebook group pages are familiar with. Give it up for today, the Van Wick Expressway. Yeah. That's our topic for today on this show. Oh, yeah. Whoa. It's a biggie. Yes, indeed. And we're we're gonna touch base on it. Oh yeah, we'll touch base on it real quick. Give you a great uh, history about it. But I want to I want to talk to you real quickly about something that I thought might you might be interested in. Today uh, we just hit a, a milestone, and this is a good one too. Uh, right now, the channel has hit. 1,080 subscribers, yes, and the views keep going up, 13,261, once again, you guys are doing great, and of course, a round of applause for that, yes, can't do it without you guys, yes, thank you, oh yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and get on with it. As they say, we're going to be looking now at our uh, Van Wick Expressway. Let's take a look at it and take you down memory lane, as they say. Okay? So, with that in mind, I put on my Charles Kralt voice for the history not only of the Van Wyck Expressway, but the Whitestone Expressway as well, folks. So here we go. In 1936, Governor Herbert H. Lehman signed a bill that authorized the construction of the Bronx Whitestone Bridge, which would connect 
Queens and the Bronx. Now, at its north end, the Bronx-Whitestone Bridge would connect to Eastern Boulevard, later known as Bruckner Boulevard, via the Hutchinson River Parkway. At its south end, the bridge would connect to a new Whitestone Parkway, which led southwest off the bridge to Northern Boulevard. Plans for the bridge were completed by February of 1937, at which time the state started issuing bonds to fund bridge construction. The right-of-way for the Whitestone Bridge and Parkway was legally designated in July of 1937. The Whitestone Bridge and Parkway both opened on April 29th of 1939. Construction on the bridge and parkway had been accelerated in preparation for the 1939 New York World's Fair. Mind you also, too, that all of our information comes from the Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. Okay? So... The World's Fair opened one day after the Whitestone Bridge and the Parkway, and the new highway was intended as a major thoroughfare to the World's Fair, which was hosted in Flushing Meadows Corona Park near the Whitestone Parkway's southern end. In December of 1957, the state approved a $9.5 million project to widen the 2.1-mile segment of Whitestone Parkway from Northern Boulevard to the Bronx-Whitestone Bridge, build a new bridge over the Flushing River, and improve the parkway to interstate highway standards using funds from the Federal Aid Highway Act of 1952, in which the federal government would pay 90% of the proposed highway's cost. At the time, the parkway hosted two lanes in each direction, and the design process for such an upgrade was nearing completion. The head of the Triborough Bridge and Tunnel Authority, Robert Moses, as that name is synonymous with bridges, tunnels, and roads, he stated that the upgrade could start in 1960. At the time of the announcement, the junction with Northern Boulevard was heavily congested because motorists used local streets to connect to the Grand Central Parkway, located opposite Flushing Meadows Park from the Whitestone Parkway. Flushing Meadows Park was subsequently selected to host the 1964 New York World's Fair. In early of 1960, the state announced that work on the project would start that year. The project would be one of three highway upgrades for the World's Fair. The city approved the $10 million upgrade project in May of 1960, and contracts for the upgrade were awarded in September of 1962. The portion of the Hutchinson River Parkway south of Bruckner Boulevard and all the Whitestone Parkway were converted to interstate standards. The Whitestone Parkway was subsequently renamed the Whitestone Expressway, and the aforementioned segment of the Hutchinson River Parkway was renamed the Hutchinson River Expressway. Now, in the 1940s, Moses proposed the construction of a system of highways that would traverse the New York City area. The plan was to cost $800 million, and in 1945, the city agreed to pay $60 million of that cost. And among them was the Van Wyck Expressway, which would stretch from New York, which is now J.F. Kennedy International Airport, in the south to Queens Boulevard in the north. The six-lane expressway was to be built along the path of what was then Van Wyck Boulevard. Well, Van Wyck Boulevard, the original street, and the freeway were both named after former New York City Mayor Robert Anderson Van Wyck, but the pronunciation of Wyck was heavily disputed depending on the person Wick could rhyme with either lick or like. <laughs> and in 1946, the city started evicting or relocating people who lived in the proposed expressway's right-of-way. Ultimately, 263 households had to be relocated. 
One four-story apartment building which housed 35 families was placed on metal rollers and relocated away from the expressway's path. Normally, new houses would have been built for these families, but in this case, there was not enough land area to build individual homes for these families. The section of Van, we uh, Van Wick Expressway between Queens Boulevard and the airport opened in October of 1960. I'm sorry, October 1950. Northern extension to Grand Central Parkway was opened in 1953. And this section of the expressway originally functioned as a connector between Grand Central and the airport. In mid-1961, it was revealed that the Van Wick Expressway would be extended northward to meet the Whitestone Expressway at New York 25A for the 1964 World's Fair. Work on the Van Wick Expressway extension, as it was originally known, began in December of 1961 and was completed by 1963. The I-678 designation was extended southward over the Van Wick Expressway to JFK Airport on January 1, 1970. Now, the Whitestone and Hutchinson River Expressways were designated as I-678 in 1965. And while designated as a three-digit auxiliary interstate highway, I-678 never intersects with its ostensible parent interstate I-78. Originally, I-78 would have continued eastward through New York City from its current terminus at the Holland Tunnel along the proposed Lower Manhattan Expressway and over the Williamsburg Bridge to Queens, where it would have followed the Bushwick Expressway past the southern end of the Van Wick to Laurelton. From here, I-78 would have continued northward onto an extended Clearview Expressway and to the Bronx. Now, early plans for I-678 had the highway following the Astoria Expressway a proposed freeway that would run along the New York 25A corridor from I-278 to the Grand Central Parkway. Now, these plans were mostly canceled by the late 60s, leading to the truncation of I-78 to the Brooklyn-Queens Expressway on January 1st of 1970. In March of 71, Governor Nelson Rockefeller revealed a plan for improving New York City highways. The plan denied funding to several proposed New York City interstate highways, including the Astoria Expressway. Rockefeller said that these highways did not qualify for a funding agreement from the Federal Aid Highway Act of 1952. The New York Times quoted a state official who said that this move had the effect of canceling these projects. I-78 currently ends at the east portal of the Holland Tunnel. Now, early in 88... This is 1988. Both directions of the Whitestone Expressway near Northern Boulevard were temporarily closed because several girders in the southbound viaduct had corroded to the point that a structural failure was imminent. Now, this part of the Whitestone Expressway, as well as the Van Wick, from Fowler south to the Long Island Expressway, they were renovated in the mid-90s. Now, starting in 2003, the northbound lanes of the Whitestone Expressway near Northern Boulevard were renovated, and the project involved replacing a bascule bridge that had been at the location since the original parkway had opened in 1939, creating two U-turn ramps and creating a new exit ramp from eastbound Northern Boulevard to Linden Place. Previously, traffic from Northern Boulevard had to cross over three lanes of northbound traffic from the Van Wick. The Jamaica branch of the AirTran JFK people mover system was built within the median of the Van Wick from Atlantic Avenue to the Bell Parkway. Construction started in May of 1998. The fact that 
the Jamaica branch had to be built in the middle of the Van Wyck Expressway, combined with the varying length and curves of the track spans, caused complications during construction. One lane in each direction was closed during the off-peaks, causing congestion on the Van Wyck. The air trains guide the air trains guideways above the Van Wyck were completed in August of 2001, and the system opened in December of 2003. Further to the north, a $286 million renovation of the Bronx Whitestone Bridge started in August of 2001. The project replaced the bridge's span, among other things, and the Queens and Bronx approaches were replaced in a project that started in 2008 and ended in 2015. And finally, in 2017, Governor Andrew Cuomo announced that as part of his plan to improve JFK Airport, two traffic bottlenecks along I-678 near the airport would be removed. And at the Kew Gardens Interchange, the two-lane ramps between the Grand Central Parkway and the Van Wyck Expressway would be upgraded to three lanes in each direction. South of the interchange, the expressway will be expanded from three lanes to four in each direction, with the new lanes being used as either HOV lanes or bus lanes. These projects combined would cost between $1.5 and $2 billion. And in October of 2018, Cuomo released details of his $13 billion plan to rebuild passenger facilities and approaches to JFK Airport. The plan included widening widen ramps in Kew Gardens and a fourth vehicle lane on the Van Wyck south of Kew Gardens. In addition, northbound exit 5 at Atlantic Avenue and southbound exit 4 at Liberty Avenue would be permanently closed as these junctions are near each other. If the proposal is approved, construction is expected to begin this spring and would be completed three years later. And there you have it, folks. The ever-popular Van Wyck Expressway, otherwise known as Interstate 678. Give it up for your history buff exploration of the Van Wyck. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Nice. Just a couple more things before we uh, conclude this episode of uh, the Queens, New Yorker. Just want to let you know that all episodes up to episode 80 in the archives have been on Anchor for quite some time right now. Do take a look at them. Do follow along in the order in any order you want. You can even start with episode one, go all the way back to the beginning and follow us through. You can do that. And it will pay out pretty well for you. It's a win-win situation. Go to anchor.com, anchor.fm slash, um, let me see. Hold on now. Let me get to, let me give you the address because we'll put it, of course, a link in the description. Anchor.fm slash the Queens New Yorker. Okay? So keep an eye on that. And, of course, our analytics looking real good, up to 1,080 subscribers. We're, we're getting there, folks. We are getting closer to 1,100, and soon we'll be there. And we hope that if you haven't subscribed yet to the channel but have been listening to us ever since day one, we thank you for your continued support. Of the Queens, New Yorker, right here on YouTube, Anchor, 
and Spotify. All great places. Don't forget also to check out our Facebook group page. And, of course, the many other group pages affiliated with Queens. I'm Jason Icanio, hoping you have a great rest of the Thursday. We'll see you on Saturday for episode 125 as we're going to then start. We're going to then start the bridges. No, no. Do we have one more? Oh, we talked about the Whitestone. Let me see. Yeah, we're going to go into bridges, folks. We are definitely going to go into bridges. And I can tell you right now, I have that ready to go. Bridges and tunnels. It starts it all. Oh, and we're looking at the Queen's Bridges. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's going to be real interesting. Yes, there are other bridges, but we'll basically be, be focusing on um, a whole host of them. And the Queen's Bridges that we'll be looking at will be the Borden Avenue Bridge, Cross Bay Veterans, the Joseph P. Adobado Memorial, North Channel Swing Bridge, Beach Channel Draw Bridge, Marine Parkway Gil Hodges Bridge. Looks like a pretty good thing, too. All right? So with that in mind, remember, folks, always be honest, be real, and keep it simple, stupid kiss on the Queens, New Yorker, right here. <laughs> I was going to say on Mixcloud, but we're not on Mixcloud anymore. On YouTube. <laughs> on YouTube and Anchor. Have a great day, folks. We'll see you on Saturday. Bye-bye. You have been watching The Queen's New Yorker. This is Jason Kelly on a Jason DeCanio internet presentation. Thank you for your support.
Thank you.